This time on G33 K-Pod Blue. Let's make that intro a teachable moment for everybody, including myself. Let's say you're the host of a fledgling spinoff podcast of a larger mothership podcast that nobody's listening to. And you happen to reach out to a radio celebrity, an incredibly talented guy with the best radio voice in the business by the name of John Carucci. And you say, John, how would you feel about recording the intro to my show? Because every time you heard yourself recording the words, this time on Geek Pod Blue, it was really John Carucci's voice you were hearing in your head. And I just can't do that. I'm, I'm sorry. We just can't do that because we're imagining this together. So let's say he said, yes, I'd love to do that for you. So you send him over the copy. He takes a look at it, and a week later, he sends you a recording of exactly what you sent him, exactly what you asked him to say. And because you assumed that everybody looks at threes and sees E's because you've been wearing the GeekPod logo now for almost three years, you end up with something that comes back saying, this time on G33 K-Pod Blue. 100% my fault for making an assumption. In fact, John graciously said that he would re-record this for me this week, and I decided, you know what? I'm going to use this intro. I'm going to own it. I will own my stupidity, and it'll be a chance for us to say, listen, don't assume anything. Don't assume anybody knows Leet Speak. I don't even think Leet Speak was popular five years ago. I mean, it was dead before we started this podcast. Don't ever assume anything. It just ends badly for everyone all the time. Now, I want you guys to think about this while you're doing that. I'm going to go slam my head in a car door a few times. I'll see you after the theme music. Warning, station is now code blue. Welcome to this edition of Geek Pod Blue. I'm your host, Hugh, and I make an ass out of you and me. Now, I'd like to talk about something with everyone today. I want to talk about customer service. Now, I don't know if you guys know this, but I work in customer service. I've worked in customer service for years, most of my life. Uh, every job I've had has revolved around customer service to some degree, uh, certainly this job more than others. And I had a very interesting and negative customer service experience a few weeks ago that I just kind of wanted to share, get it out there. Maybe this will end up in the right ears, and who knows? Uh, anyway, uh, I went to Lowe's a few weeks ago because we had a home improvement project we wanted to do. And uh, basically, uh, what, it, what it was is my wife had decided she wanted to build a fire pit. You know, we've always kind of wanted one, and we work really hard on our backyard because we don't really have the money to take lots of vacations. We've even had to cut down on our camping trips. Might not even go this year. So we try to make our backyard as nice as we can because we spend a lot of time out there during the summer. Now, what had happened was she picked a fire pit, and we realized we could build one probably for 60 to $80. Uh, so we went to Lowe's earlier in the day, looked at the bricks. She picked out the bricks she wanted. And then when we got home, you know, it was probably around 4 or 4.30 after shopping and all the things we do on a Friday, I ran over to Lowe's to grab the things to do this. She started planting our garden, and I went over to Lowe's. So I go in there, and I grab one of those little red hand carts, you know, the ones with a, a handle that sticks out kind of like an L. It isn't really very sturdy. It's all I could find. And I go over to the, the brick area, 
and I start loading bricks on this thing and I end up because I couldn't reach the ones that were on the top. So I'm on my knees in shorts on the concrete floor pulling bricks off this and there are you know workers walking around talking laughing and joking saying oh ma'am do you need a hand with that one single bag of soil that you need to take up to the register and that's fine i'm not a crybaby i don't usually ask for help i when every time you go to the grocery store now they say would you like help out to my car or out to your car and i'm like well no <laughs> do i look like i need help out to my car you know, I, I'm so against that kind of thing. I even yell at my kids when they use the, the handicapped door open button. You know, when you go to the mall, you go somewhere and there's a little blue button with a wheelchair and you press it and the door opens. I actually dress them down in public for using those. And you're thinking, well, Hugh, that's kind of crazy. You could be right, but here's my thinking. Every mechanical thing out there has a life expectancy. That button is only going to work so many times. And every time somebody who is capable of opening a door presses that button, they are stealing an open door from a disabled person down the road. And I think that's just wrong. That's going to have to be the name of this episode, Stealing Open Doors for the Disabled. <laughs> anyway, so you can understand, you know, I have, I have no problem doing what I'm capable of. So I, I load all of these bricks onto this thing. And I try to turn this around and drag it up. Now, this cart was screaming at me like it wanted to die. If it had a, a mouth, it would have been saying, screw you, dude. You need like four carts to move this many bricks. Uh, it was it was something like 30 giant, uh, heavy cinder block type bricks. And so I'm literally throwing all my weight into this to get it moving. Now, those of you who know me, I, I'm a big guy. I'm a fat guy. All right. I, I certainly, uh, <laughs> I, I have never been accused of being skinny. Uh, the thing is, even though I'm a big guy, I'm really active. Uh, you may not know that about me, but we go hiking lots of places. I like climbing into rocky things that I probably shouldn't go in. Uh, if it wasn't for the fact that I have a big stomach, you know, the rest of me is in pretty good shape. You know, especially since I quit smoking, I can run. Uh, I have no problem with most physical activities, you know, except handstands. I cannot do handstands or somersaults. Those would just kill me. I'd break my neck. Anyway, so for a big guy, I, I'm in pretty decent shape and I, I'm really strong. And so for me to be struggling, dragging this car all the way up to the register really kind of surprised me. It was probably mostly due to the fact that the cart's wheels were, you know, grinding as I was getting it up there. So I get it up there, I park it, I go grab another cart because I still have to get sand and rocks and all the other things you have to put in a fire pit. So I go and get those. I get up to the checkout. Now at this point, I am dripping sweat. Okay. Now imagine, you know, I'm, I'm, Big fat guy, probably wearing a Darth Vader t-shirt with a green bandana on, my big beard. You know, I, I look like, you know, a nerdcore biker or something. I don't know. Uh, but the lady was nice. And she uh, went and took my payment and then she said, would you like help out to your car with that? Now, a little light went on because I've never asked for that before. But, you know, that was rough. And you know what? I'm spending money here. I'm spending money on a Lowe's card. That means I have money earmarked only to spend at your store. I don't spend it anywhere else. I only spend it at Lowe's. I'm kind of an important guy here. So I'm like, yes, I would absolutely love some help out to my car. So she gets on the intercom and says, you know, can I please have help for a guest uh, to Lawn and Garden or whatever it is they said. I think she said code 50 or something. You know, maybe that says, you know, that means fat guy needs help with shit getting to his car. I don't know. So I go and I pull my car up right in front of the door. There are several young, strong looking guys hanging around, going, oh, ma'am, do you need help with that bag of soil out to your car? And then chatting around, talking about, you know, the, oh, man, that, that chick with the, the short shorts and the tight shirt, the blonde, yeah, 
she was really great. Oh, and the other guy's like, yeah, she was hot. Good thing you got to help her out to her car with that bag of soil. And this just kept going on. Now, mind you, I am now loading bricks into my car. Uh, I, I'm starting to really kind of feel it. You know, I'm 40 now. Things are not as strong as they used to be. So I'm struggling with this. These guys are standing not three or four feet from me talking about the hot girls that are shopping there that day and then running up to the register to help people with, with very small items and didn't even ask, would you like a hand with that, sir? I got to say, that kind of pissed me off. You know, not that I want to take away from, you know, those young skinny blondes in short shorts who need help with that bag of soil, uh, but you know, just asking at least to see if I needed a hand with that. You know, I, I spend a lot of money there. Whenever every, anything goes wrong or we need to build shit, I go to Lowe's. So... If this gets out to them, I got to say, guys, really not not thrilled with the customer service experience I had there. And, you know, that's pretty much it. If you guys have had any horrible customer service experiences you want to share, you know how to get a hold of me. Now, I, I want to give you guys an update on that whole thing. You know, when I told you last week we had gone to uh, Whiskey Hollow and, and I thought that, oh, I can feel it now. I thought that something had followed me back. I can feel it. it it's, it's gotten a lot worse. It's like static in the air whenever this happens. You know, it starts to build up. You can smell the... Oh, here it goes. I can't wait to drink your blood. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Good luck with that. It's going to taste like hummus and barbecue sauce. That sounds great, doesn't it? I, oh, oh, oh. He must have Oh, okay. Now, that's just nonsense. I, I mean, seriously. I, you know, you, you think of something intelligent to say if you're going to bother me this much. Oh, oh, wait, wait, what's this? Okay, all right. That sounds like Twin Peaks. I mean, geez, get your own original material. You know, I guess stealing bits must be as popular in hell as it is here. And I thought that was just a Carlos Mencia thing. <laughs> now, now, imagine I'm going to actually run into him at a convention someday and he is going to kick my ass. Uh, I guess we'll move on from here and uh, talk about what's going on in the world this week. Uh, well, I, I definitely wanted to talk about Friday the 13th, the video game. It came out last week, and there were some issues. There were some bumps in the road. There were a lot of server problems, you know, that they're still this week trying to resolve. But overall, people are pretty happy with the game. I've always thought it would be awesome to have a video game based around the idea of being able to play Jason. And about the biggest complaint I've heard is that you only get to play Jason a fraction of the time because it's random. How they assign who gets to play Jason is 100% random. And uh, there's four other people playing counselors in the game, and one of you is Jason. It's an asymmetrical multiplayer game. And uh, people are just saying, yeah, playing as Jason is really cool. I wish I got to do it more often. Uh, really, that being the, the biggest criticism I've heard so far, I, I have to say that that's, that's, that warms my heart. It warms my heart knowing that once the multiplayer uh, component is done with all the, the, the bug fixing and they release the single player component, I'm probably going to enjoy this game a whole lot. Uh, staying with the whole video game theme, uh, Injustice 2 is celebrating the release of the Wonder Woman movie with a ton of new content geared toward the movie. You can earn Wonder Woman's gear from the movie by participating in a multiverse event that they're calling End of All Wars. Uh, and the mobile version also gets some love because they're going to be releasing some gear cards for that that you can you know, compete for. And I'm not sure if it's like the original Injustice on mobile where you had... Uh, like tiered uh, timed monthly battles to earn special things. I, I have been playing around with the game. 
not really liking it as much as the original, but I think that's more of a prejudice on my part um, than anything wrong with the game. I need to spend a little bit more time with it before I really make any uh, rash decisions on whether it's a better game or not. I, I think the, the big thing that bothers me is the original game would sometimes switch to a, not even quite a three-quarters view, but the character you're playing would kind of get more in front of the camera as you were performing uh, certain moves. Uh, it looked very cinematic, and the new Injustice 2 on mobile definitely stays, you know, right in a, a typical side-scrolling or side-view uh, fighter, like a Street Fighter or something like that. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it, it certainly doesn't seem as grand, in my opinion. Uh, staying with uh, the Wonder Woman uh, news this week, there's certainly some in uh, interesting information coming out of this. All of the screenings of Wonder Woman in Lebanon have been canceled. Now, this is due to the fact that Gal Gadot previously served in the Israeli Defense Force. Now, of course, everybody there, every young person has to do a few years in the Israeli Defense Force. It's not you know, something that's optional. However, she came out uh, later on on social media and made some very strong comments praising uh, the Israeli Defense Force. And that's fine. She has that right. Uh, however, Lebanon and Israel are technically at war right now, so they're kind of taking offense, and in their way of retaliating against her for defending her country, they are going to shut down every single one of the 15 screenings of Wonder Woman that were going to happen in that country. So uh, that is definitely going to show Warner Brothers they should be looking at geopolitical influences when they're casting roles in movies. Screw them. Uh, next up, Adam Wingard, who, if you're not aware, directed The Blair Witch, has been hired to direct uh, the new movie Godzilla vs. King Kong. Now, I, because that makes sense, right? Now, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but they had Godzilla a few years ago that starred uh, Brian Cranston, and they're working on a King Kong movie. Uh, or did the King Kong? No, Skull Island already came out. That's right. I believe they're working on a sequel to one of those, and then they're going to be doing uh, Godzilla vs. King Kong. They're trying to create a universe like everybody's trying to create a universe these days. And they've decided that they are going to have those two fight. Now, there's not a whole lot of details that are out about this film, uh, but we now know that the guy who directed Blair Witch is going to be directing this movie. So I'm guessing the entire purpose of that is that he proved he can go a whole movie without showing the audience anything. So this is clearly a move to keep the special effects budget low, or at least that is my opinion. Uh, next up, Dimension. Uh, you may know Dimension as a film company, but they also develop other properties. They are developing a TV series based on Frank Miller's Sin City. Glenn Mazzara, who you may know as the former showrunner of The Walking Dead, is going to be the showrunner of Sin City as well. And uh, he, apparently they're going to try to stay very close to the comics, uh, a little bit closer than the movies have. And they've also said that they are going to create the Sin City world and maybe kind of jut off on some of the characters. So we, we might see things expanding on characters that maybe weren't featured as prominently in the movies or comic books. So they want to create a much fuller world and fill it with very interesting characters that all have that famous Frank Miller twist to them. And finally, The Rock. Now, I'm not going there. I'm not going to do it. However, Dwayne Johnson is the studio favorite to play the Wolfman in Universal's upcoming reboot of the Wolfman. Now, if you don't know this, Universal is taking all of their classic monster properties and attempting to create a new, what they're calling, dark universe for these. Now, they may get sued for that name by Warner Brothers, 
But uh, in the meantime, that's what we're going to call it. Now, they want The Rock to play The Wolfman. Uh, I think that's uh, an excellent choice. I mean, he's a good actor. And this character is a tortured character. So I would love to see Dwayne Johnson in a role like that. I'm not sure that I've seen him in something where he played a a tortured soul. Now, I could be wrong. I don't watch the Fast and Furious movies, you know, because comic books. Hello. Uh, but I, I would love to see him in a role that stretches his uh, dramatic chops a little bit. Uh, they're also saying that they want to get Angelina Jolie for The Bride of Frankenstein, and I, I really do not think that that is a, a super smart idea. And let, let me tell you why. Uh, Hollywood has an issue with wanting to make Angela Angelina Jolie every single female character they have. Now, I'm not going to say she's not a good actress. I mean, she kind of started as somewhat of a nut job, but she was hot, so she got roles. And eventually, she definitely blossomed into one of the better actresses of our times. Now, changing accents and, you know, blood necklaces disregarded, she's very talented. I I guess my concern is, if you look at what the Universal Monsters did back in the 30s and 40s, they started making movies, They created a universe. They started co-starring in each other's universes. And if you're going to make a universe now, that's where you want to go. Now, The Rock, who has done many sequels in the past and has shown that he has no issue with that, I'm sure he's willing to play the Wolfman for a number of movies spread over a number of years. I'm not sure that you can rely on Angelina Jolie for that kind of thing. First of all, because she tends to have very strong reactions and change her mind fiercely about things. Um, also, because she's in such high demand, uh, is it really smart to cast that big of an actress in one of the major roles of your entire new rebooted Universal Monster movie universe? Wow, using the word universe technically in the same sentence twice. I've not ever done that before. Uh, I think it's a bad idea. I think there are plenty of other excellently uh, gifted actresses out there who could do the part justice. Uh, certainly ones that would be an interesting choice, just like uh, just like the Dwayne Johnson's an interesting choice for the Wolfman. Angelina Jolie is the easy choice. That's the, uh, the what everybody says, oh, I'm going to fan cast Universal Monster movies. You know, she's always on the list. I, everything that people fan cast, she's on the list. I just don't think it's a really good idea. Uh, I think they should take it in another direction. Now, That about wraps up everything that I have for you guys this week. Uh, I do want to say that uh, we're working on a few things. GeekPod is. uh, Hopefully we're going to have t-shirts and not just for sale on Zazzle. We're working on a deal to bring t-shirts to a convention near you, probably in Liverpool, (laughs) because most of them are. Uh, We also... Uh, are, are really excited about uh, a couple other side projects that are coming up, and I'm going to kind of leave leave those under wraps for now. But I, I did want to say to you guys, I haven't decided how I want to communicate with the fans here. Now, I've got my Twitter handle, which is, you know, at Hugh underscore GeekPod, um, even though I struggle with the Twitter. I thought about making a GeekPod Blue one, but then I'm like, well, then I have two Twitter handles, and I can barely handle the one. I, I really, I just don't know what the best way to, to keep in touch with you guys is. Uh, I do know that a few of you have been interacting with me on social media, so I want to thank Nick and thank Al uh, for listening. I hope you're caught up by now. But I would definitely like to get a discourse going because I would like to talk about what you guys want to talk about. And the great thing about doing this show weekly and in a timely manner is we can actually have a conversation. You can tweet me on Wednesday and I can respond to that on Thursday when I'm wrapping up recording. I think it's a great format and a great concept. So 
hey, guys, reach out to me. Let's get a dialogue going somehow so we, we can figure out how we want to make this show great again after four episodes. Now, I, I just want to let you know uh, the weekend is going to go by quick. So enjoy yourself and make sure that you tune in next week when our friend Paul Schoen stops by to debut his new gangster rap single, The Gold Standard. Now, I predict this one's going to hit the top of the charts faster than you can say, Kofifi. Till then, talk and roll, kids. GeekPod Blue is a GeekPod Network production. Executive producers Paul Showens and Hugh Allen. Concept created by Paul Showens and Hugh Allen. Intro is Opportunity by Jameis Breed. Closing is Bucket by Jameis Breed. Both licensed for use by Dennis Johnston. Want to help the show? Leave a five-star rating on iTunes. GeekPod can be reached at contribute at geekpod.com or send us a tweet at geekpod. That's G33KPOD. You can also find GeekPod on Facebook and Instagram. G33KPOD. That's G33KPOD.